At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air, and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action, and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network work you are looking live at tim murray and super bowl champion sean king on vsin prime time good afternoon folks welcome in i am not tim murray he is actually out in the frozen tundra of idaho uh, Boise, to be specific. Sidelines of the famous idaho potato bowl which we're watching right now i'm jonathan von Tobe filling in for the big guy the long guy and uh sean king alongside in his usual spot. we got a lot to get to today. we got some good guests coming up in 30 minutes. Brad Powers will be with us. Get his thoughts on the upcoming bowls that we have, including one uh, that you and I are both in on together. Um, you, you, you know what? You convinced me. Liberty, let's go. We're rolling. Let's go. Uh, Jamie Chadwell, new coach. He'll be there. Uh, remember, this is a Liberty team now that went to Arkansas during the season mm-hmm. and beat an SEC team, a good SEC team, on the road. So I know Toledo's favorite, but I'm hoping Liberty – you know, some of these guys want to impress the new coach, so I'm hoping they stand up. Uh, I got, I bought it to plus five. Uh, Tim would chastise me for doing that, but I just felt more comfortable with five than I did with four. You want me to do with my Tim impression? You bought it to five? Yeah, that's him. What are you doing? <laughs> yeah, he does like the he does the eyebrow thing a lot. Well, yeah. I would have got a, a teeth sucking and, and a dissertation about why buying points in college is ludicrous, and I agree with him at times, but just for my comfort, this is. What I decided to do. So we're on Liberty, hey, myself, and JVT. It's your prerogative, all right? I'm, right. On, I'm on plus four, but we're going to get there regardless. So I think we're going to be just fine. We're also, I'm with you here because, in spirit, uh, in the bowl contest that you guys have here on VSIN primetime, you have Eastern Michigan, San Jose State, and you are on San Jose State, but minus four and a half, and they're down 20. Yeah, I'm not really sure what happened. Uh, When I walked in the studio, and and San Jose State just scored, I walked in the studio, San Jose State was up 13 to 9. It was just 33 to 13 
San Jose State had not scored, and they had given up a whole bunch, 24 to be exact. So luckily they just scored a touchdown. I don't see mathematically how I'm going to actually cover minus four and a half unless we get some kind of pick six magic or something. Or maybe we need overtime, but we'll figure it out. Um, I did not bet this game in real life, but I did have to bet it, you know, in our bowl group contest. So I'm sitting at five and four against the spread. Hopefully we can figure out a way to miraculously cover this. But even if we don't, I do have liberty. So I still could come out of the day yep. up a game. Uh, you, Wilbo, Joe, Fortenbaugh, and Stormy all on San Jose State minus four and a half. Uh, Kenny White, Tim, Thor, Nystrom, and Jared Lee Smith all on Eastern Michigan plus four and a half. Also some nifty trickeration there. Nick Nash catches that touchdown last year's quarterback for San Jose State and a pretty good athlete. So. Now one thing I would love, yeah. I would love for Tim because he's at this game Right. To have to watch what he feels like right now is a rocking chair cover. I'd love for this to end up in overtime and see him sweat. What time? So we have Tim at 4.15. Yes, I'd in, love in an to hour, see him sweat. Yes. It would be great to get in bad mood, Tim Murray. Oh, yeah. On the pro. Just, oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and not even like, I want it to be like a, like a three-point game with a chain. You know what I mean? Or something like that. Give I'm going to call him a mush. <laughs> <laughs> you said it, not me. I will not say that. I just like how angry, uh, you know, when I sit behind the scenes when I'm on with you guys and I get to hear Tim Murray get all mad about something. I think you know I just I mean? know I have a needle and I know exactly where, when, and how to poke him. I think it starts with me showing up most of the time. But <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I hope my guy's staying warm, man. Great experience for him. I know he's, you know, loves being able to do games. Like so uh, hopefully he's enjoying himself. Like I said, boys, he's a hitting gym. I feel like Tim's a mittens guy. He probably got too much pride because he thinks we're watching and looking for him to get like a cameo sideline yeah. interview. Yeah, he doesn't have a mittens. No do. mittens. Nah, I feel like he'd be a mitten guy, not a glove guy. All right, so we start with uh, our you your usual thing. Mm -hmm. Say, all right, I guess it's ours for the for the You're next part couple of the of family. Days. JVT, bettable or forgettable? Uh, the story with Jalen Hurts and the Philadelphia Eagles continues. Uh, to get a little bit crazier. So we saw this line peak at six. It's bumped back down to five and a half. Why? Well, because Nick Sirianni comes out today and says he will not rule Jalen Hurts out for this weekend. Now, I would say, Sean, I don't know if you saw his actual quotes. I saw it and went and watched the press conference. I thought it was more of a, hey, I think Jalen Hurts is tough. So he's speaking like theoretically, oh, I'd never rule Jalen Hurts out. I don't think he was actually saying there's a chance he could play. Still, it leaves the door open that Hurts actually, remember, sprained right throwing shoulder, but threw an absolute dime down the field to A.J. Brown after he injured the shoulder. He could actually get this uh, start this weekend against the Dallas Cowboys. So, having been a former coach, I understand what Sirianni is doing. He wants Mike McCarthy and that staff to have to prepare for Jalen Hurts and Gardner Minshew at quarterback. So this is smart. But I'm also in a different space now. And I'm looking at the numbers, JVT. This line didn't move because Vegas wants to lose money because your local online book wants to lose money. This line moved because more than likely Jalen Hurts is not out. Just this game, you might miss multiple games. I think BetMGM, though, however, has moved it back. Uh, another point to four and a half. So maybe they're trying to protect themselves. Maybe they mm -hmm. got a big bet. But more importantly, here's why I think this is bettable information. The only reason we thought Jalen Hurts was not going to be MVP of the league was because this report came out and it made it seem like he was going to miss multiple weeks. If that 550 plus 550 for Hurts exists to win MVP, this is bettable information because right. you should take it just to save yourself unless you already have him at a better number. No, I think that's, that's the best point to, to take from this, right? 
It's if you're going to get in on this and he actually plays, I would think, Sean, in reality, you kind of just need him out there, right? Yeah. Like It's not even so much like because you're allowed to have one bad game. And even if he's out there, pretty good shot he's able to play. Mm-hmm. Thus is a little bit healthy and would be performing relatively well. Talk about a guy that before, as you see the tweet here, was minus 145 to win this award before the injury news. So to your point, you grab plus 425, plus 450, he gets out there. Let's even have like a routine day. Yeah, 195 yards, a touchdown, they win the game. You even get the narrative behind it too, yes, right? absolutely. Which voters will eat it up. They'll be like, oh, this guy started throwing shoulders injured. Then he goes out there and leads them to a victory. It could really help. Yeah, and then you'd be sitting there like, it's almost like, and it's a different sport, and, and it's a draft. It wasn't the game, but it's almost almost like I feel leading up to the NBA draft, and Paulo Bonchero was what? Double-digit odds yep. the night before the draft to be selected first because we had been convinced it was Chet Holmgren, and you, you feel like a genius if you're right. <laughs> so I, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and, and dip my toe in the water a little bit with Jalen Hurts on this value to be NFL MVP. If he doesn't play... So be it. Hope he gets well, is ready for the playoffs. But just in the case he does, I'll make sure I get some of this. Your boy's got a punt. San Jose State's got the ball back. Hey, don't call it a comeback. Third, uh, third best quarterback in the Mountain West, as I have lovingly referred to Shaven Cordero as. Uh, you don't want to, you don't want to face him when he's Tim Murray the one. Mush. <laughs> I will say, if they get a touchdown on this drive, <laughs> I cannot wait to talk to Tim if that is going to be the case. Uh, all right, so I would agree, and from a line standpoint too, I would say. You can't really act a whole like a whole bunch. Five's kind of dead. I mean, there are some four and a halfs out there. You missed out on six. You missed out on five and a half, whatever it is. So just sit back and wait. I mean, there's better ways to attack this sort of thing. And and even if he does play, here's the other thing about this. Let's say he's actually ruled in. I'm willing to bet, Sean, a line that was one and a half in favor of Dallas is actually still going to be two and a half, like that extra point or so, right, because of the injury and maybe uncertainty in terms of his health. And you could tease that thing up, get to like eight and a half with the Philadelphia Eagles if yeah. Jalen Hurts plays. So bettable on that end. All right, bettable or forgettable for this one. Steelers quarterback Kenny Pickett. Looks like he's going to return versus the Lost Vegas. Lost, lost, well, they are the Lost Vegas. Uh, Las Vegas Raiders missed last week with a concussion. Has not been eh, particularly great, but he's not been terrible so far his rookie season. You were pro Mitch Trubisky, right? I was not. No? No, not as a first-round selection. I think the Steelers took him 17th. No, I mean, I mean, like, uh, what's it called? At the beginning of the season, I was on with oh, you I before. Oh, Mitch Trubisky. Yeah, yeah, yes, yes, Trubisky. Thought, okay, my bad, yeah. my bad. No, I was, I was thinking just, Kenny Pickett. Yes. So what do you think this means? If he's Because Trubisky was pretty solid last time out against Carolina Panthers, led two consecutive scoring drives, and after that it kind of fell apart. What does this do for you, bettable or forgettable, that he's going to get the start picket? I mean, I think you got to play the Raiders if you're going to get involved in this game, no matter who starts. I mean, um, last year it was early in the season. The Raiders went down to Pittsburgh. And one, so they obviously, you know, feel comfortable with this team. Um, I, I, I don't know. I don't like Trubisky anymore. I, I, my, my context behind it was I thought Trubisky or Wentz, mm-hmm. both guys that were selected high in the draft who had not succeeded. Uh, for Wentz, it was his third team. Trubisky was his third team, even though he didn't play with the Bills. He was there. I said if one of those guys is going to change the narrative on their career, this would be the year. Uh, it seems that I was wrong on both, although we may see Wentz back in Washington at some point. But the thing is, I didn't think Kenny Pickett was worth the 17th pick in the first round. And here's why, JVT. They still don't know what they have. All right. And, like, when you take a guy in the first round, I feel like you got to be all in on him. You can't take a guy and have this, well, we hope it works out. Like, I just think that's a terrible way to approach fixing the position of quarterback. So for me, this is forgettable. I'm yeah. not getting involved in this game with the Steelers, no matter who's at quarterback. If I play in this game, it'll be the Raiders. 
Yeah, I don't think it's bettable just because I don't think it's really worth anything, right? Like from a from a point spread perspective, are, are you really going to say, and the market has said that this is worth a half point because it was sitting at two and a half pretty much this entire time. Now we're talking about threes and threes with altered juice in some spots in favor of the Pittsburgh Steelers. But like, is he, even if even the market says a half point, is he a half point better than Mitchell Trubisky? Can he pick it? I think they're kind of the same quarterback. Yeah, I think they are. I just think you're more forgiving when Pickett throws interception because he's a rookie. Yeah. I mean, to give Pickett some credit the last couple of games, uh, the turnover-worthy plays uh, that he has played in, he has actually been taking care of the ball for the most part in the grand scheme of things. But I would actually argue Trubisky gives you something that Pickett doesn't, right? He raises your floor a little bit because he's mobile. So broken plays, things like that. You can do a little bit more with Mitchell Trubisky. Again, speaking to is there a difference between the two, I don't think it's worth bumping this up to a full three. Yeah, and I think the big picture, this is forgettable, as I said for me, but big picture-wise, you're the Steelers. You spent the first-round pick on a guy. You don't know if he's better than Mr. Trubisky. That's not good. Now, the other bit of news, Lamar Jackson, J.K. Dobbins, not at Ravens practice. Uh, there was some indication that Jackson was going to come back this weekend uh, against the Atlanta Falcons, but uh, did not practice today. So we'll see if that's going to be the case. But all the rumblings have been Lamar Jackson is on his way back. So I don't think this is bettable yet. It's just, hey, he hasn't practiced today. We'll see what happens the rest of the week. Yeah, I agree. I, I'm not going to lay the big number even if he's back. I'll be willing to back the, the Falcons here. I just think... Ravens are not a trustworthy team. No matter what the score is, they have to play the fourth quarter, and that's proven to be their kryptonite. So I, I would play the Falcons in this game either way, with Big Lamar teaser. or without. Big teaser candidate, the, uh, the Ravens this weekend, especially if they get Lamar Jackson. All right, we'll take our break. When we come back, it is a top three Tuesday. That means we have three championship bets to make in the NBA. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Hey, this is Christina Quinn. I'm the host of Try This, the Washington Post's new series of audio courses. The idea behind Try This is to become better functioning humans without having to comb the internet for countless hours. In our first course, we learned how to sleep better. Now, we're going to learn how to make our friendships stronger. I'll offer expert tips that are doable, and I'll keep it short. So let's do this. Classes in session. Find Try This from the Washington Post wherever you listen. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. 
Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is VSIN Primetime with Tim Murray and Sean King on VSIN, the sports betting network. It is time to download Nevada's premier sports betting app, BetMGM Sports. BetMGM has all your favorite wagering options, along with in-game betting, boosted odds, specials, and much more. Download the BetMGM app today. Stop by any MGM casino on the strip with your state issued ID to open an account and start placing sports bets from anywhere in Nevada. Whatever your sport, whatever your betting style, you're going to love BetMGM's state-of-the-art technology and fan-friendly specials every day of the week. Visit BetMGM for terms and conditions. You've got to be 21 or older and physically located in Nevada. Please gamble responsibly. And if you have a gambling problem, well, call 1-800-522-4700. Got our Oaks down on the field for Eastern Michigan. Uh, but they convert. They converted that, right? That was a big uh, third and a 14 um, that they convert for a first down. It looked like San Jose State maybe was on the verge of getting that ball back. Not the case. So a, a very happy Tim Murray stuck in the sidelines out there in Boise, Idaho right now. We'll talk to him in like an hour. Top three Tuesday. Is there music? Is there fancy imaging? Nothing? Okay. Da-da-da-da. How about that? <laughs> Top three. Top three Tuesday. So from what I'm told, we had to pick three NBA championship bets that you would make right now. Sean? I'll give you the floor. I know that you are super into these. I am uh, because cashing tickets, it doesn't matter what sport. That's what it's all about. Right. He's just trying to cash a ticket. So I looked at this from a value perspective. Um, of course, you have the teams that are at the top. I could have easily t- told you Boston or Milwaukee. Those are obvious. Could have went the Clippers, but you know, I'm philosophically against the way the Clippers approach the game of basketball. I just don't agree with the load management and guys missing games. So I'm not going to back a team that's involved in, in that foolishness because I don't agree with it. So I took the Cavs because I was a big proponent of what I thought the Donovan Mitchell trade did for this Cavs team. You're talking about a team that's really long, a team that kind of was banged up last year in mm-hmm. the play-in. I don't think we really saw their best effort, but they really have some talent when you look at this, and they have size. So I think 22-1, to because right now they sit with the third seed in the East, so they could potentially miss Milwaukee and Boston all the way until the finals. Mm-hmm. So I like the way this is setting up. I think 22-1 to one is good value. I think Donovan Mitchell – is motivated again. He's the Donovan Mitchell from a couple years ago that we thought was one of the up-and-coming superstars. Not stars, superstars in this league. So I'm going Cavs 22-1. to Next, Western Conference team that was in the semifinals. And if I owned an NBA team, this is the team I'd want to own because I just like the way they approach the game. That's the Memphis Grizzlies sitting at 14-1. to I love John Morant, Morant. I love that crew. There's a toughness there. There's a physicality that they play with that I just absolutely love, and they're talented. And it's a, it, Memphis is the kind of team that kind of been knocking on the door the last couple of years. Maybe they have enough experience to go with the youthful talent to break through. I think 14 to one's a good number. And listen, I know the Warriors, they got as about as much chance 
of winning a road game as I do putting a VEASAN squad <laughs> together, going paying an like MVT. They've been awful yeah. on the road. But think about last year and at the All-Star break and what people thought about Golden State. They had already put them in the ground. They had had the funeral. They had closed the casket up, and, you know, they just kept kind of scratching, clawing, and getting a little better. And by the time the playoffs came, they were up and rolling. So I'm banking at 9-1 to one that if it happens, I can be a peacock and I told you so analyst here at VEASAN. So I have the Warriors as my third team at 9-1. to one. I like it. Were we supposed to rank these by, like, confidence? No, I just – Oh, no, okay. Right no, here. no I just – yeah, I just took three – Plays. Oh, I, yes, I, we were technically. Okay, well, then thank you that uh, thank you for ranking them. I'm really kind of in confidence that I have them. All right, so do I, you want me to start three? This is really big. All right, we'll start three. So the third team that I picked, I went long shot. You want you want bang for your buck. Yeah. Okay, we'll go with the Portland Trailblazers at 66 to one. Portland, Sean, has been the team that I've upgraded the most throughout this entire season. They have been really solid through a pretty tough schedule so far. Uh, in the NBA, this first portion of it. And got some pretty good numbers to back it up. Defensively, they leave a lot to be desired, but they have seventh-best offensive rating in the NBA. They got a strong home court, which matters this year because home court's been a lot stronger uh, this season than it was last season, worth over three-and-a-half points by some measure. Mm -hmm. And they've got a guy. They got a dude, right? And Damian Lillard, who has been there, done that, had clutch bucket after clutch bucket, has led this team. This is about five years ago now, but has led them to a Western Conference Finals berth on a pretty good run. And... I think you kind of like their depth and their talent to a certain extent and in a wide open Western conference, right? Where we're talking about the Grizzlies with one seed Pelicans are sliding a little bit. Suns are kind of falling apart. They don't have a lot of depth. I would not be surprised if just like the last few years, right? We saw a Hawks team make it to an Eastern conference finals or a Mavericks team make it to a Western conference finals. If this is that dark horse that makes a run. And if they do, you're sitting on 66 to one win the NBA finals for a team that can make it into a conference finals. So I, like it. I think the Portland trailblazers further down the list, might be worth looking at. A team that you and I discussed yesterday, totally worth mentioning, Philadelphia 76ers. Good, strong overtime win yesterday, by the way, against the Toronto Raptors. Did they cover? No, they did not. They did not cover. Oh. I think they ended up winning by three or four, if I remember correctly. This is what I'm talking about. Not to cut you off, JVT. They were hmm? up, what, 57 to 46 at the half. They actually blew that. I think they tried like nine and then came storming back to tie this thing up. You see uh, Pascal Siakam with a brilliant layup at the end, about five seconds left to, t to force overtime. But still, this team's getting healthy. They still don't have their third best scorer out there, Tyrese Maxey, okay. who's going to come back and is going to get healthy enough. Ever since James Harden's come back, this offense has been freaking awesome. They're in the midst of a homestand, too, so they get to get their feet underneath them before they start to take on some really strong opponents going forward. But this Philadelphia team, as I mentioned yesterday, they were a team that I wanted to come into the season to back to win the title, but wanted to wait until that number got to where it was. It is in that range right now. This is a team that at one point in the offseason was about 12 to 1 to win the title. It's now 20 to 1 to win it and is going to get healthier or better. So give me the Philadelphia 76ers as one of the top threes. And I am, I have, I have been betting this a couple of times now. At other a few other spots, the number keeps rising, and I'm in almost every step of the way. The Los Angeles Clippers. Sean, I know you disagree with their practices. But very quietly, Kawhi Leonard is looking like Kawhi Leonard. He's been absolutely tremendous since coming back from this most recent injury. And you're seeing little flashes, right? The Boston Celtics go to L.A. on a West Coast road trip, get absolutely smacked by the Los Angeles Clippers in one of their best games of the season. Paul George and Kawhi Leonard are finally healthy, getting some consistency together. I would say watch out. And if you look at some of the numbers with Paul George and Kawhi Leonard on the floor together, they are identical to the numbers they were putting up two years ago when this looked like it was going to be the clear best team in the Western Conference. This is a very quiet, sleeping giant 
that is starting to get its legs underneath it. I would just say, watch out for the Clippers. JVT, you had context and facts, and it was eloquently presented. Thanks, man. No! <laughs> We're not allowing the Clippers to utilize this process and win a championship because everyone else will emulate it. I don't want it to happen. I hope you're right. I'm not backing the Clippers. I hope they get knocked out in the first round. No, come on. Don't say that. You see how I say, I, also, I hope you're right, and then I say, yeah. I hope they get knocked out in the first <laughs> round. <laughs> no, but everything you say is 100% correct. I mean, you look at it. They're talented. They have what you have to have, it seems like, to win a championship, which is Ooh, baby. a superstar. And what can be a superstar in Paul George, they got a whole lot of other pieces that are experienced and talented. My only, my only point of contention mm-hmm. with this team is I hate their process. I just hate it. As a former athlete, as a consumer now of this product, how can I be entertained when their best players, probably 65% of the time, yeah. are not participating? Well, and to your point, and I will say, I think the thing that works is there actually has been, if you read some reports, some internal pushback on this. So I don't know if you saw this, but Ty Lue about two or three weeks ago mentioned, so you remember at the beginning of the year, Kawhi Leonard was coming off of the bench. Mm-hmm. So that was like a Kawhi Leonard thing that he told them he wanted to do. And Ty Lue told the media, he's like, it was terrible. He's like, I hated every second of it. And that there was a point where in the game, Lou was so focused on the game that somebody would come over and be like, hey, Kawhi's ready to play. And he was like, what? Oh, I've got to put him in now? So, and that led to an injury. And he got beat up again, and he had to miss some time. So now he's starting again. Like, there's been some internal pushback on what you don't like. And it seems that maybe they're kind of meeting in the middle here and that they're kind of going to go over this. So yeah, we'll just, see. As, as a former coach, I just don't agree. Meeting in the middle, what? Players play, coaches coach. Yeah. You know, if I ask you to go in the game, go in the game. If you want to go in the game, go somewhere else. Well, and that's why they're starting to do it. Now, yeah. to your point, though, they're going to rest them on back-to-backs, Kawhi Leonard, oh, things like gosh. that. So I'm just I'm against it. I'm against it. And let I just get, tell you. I, 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 let me, let me yeah. reiterate. Everything you said had context and facts. I just It's, it's an internal issue with me. I hate their process. I hope it fails miserably because I don't want anyone else to try and emulate it. I grew up as a Clippers fan, so I, I, I hope you're uh, I got two numbers. Are you ready for this? I got a couple. Net rating of plus 17.9 with Kawhi Leonard and Paul George on the floor. That is elite with a capital E-L-I-T-E. Defensive rating, 97.6. So I do They're have a awesome. legitimate question for you. Hmm. The way that they are using him from a minute standpoint, what happens now when you get in the playoffs, and this is a seven-game series, and there are back-to-backs? And he does need to play. In the back-to-backs in the playoffs? Well, my bad. Yeah. No, you're good. Yeah. Day, you... day in between. I'm yeah. sorry. How old is Kawhi? Kawhi is. Ooh, I got him for me. 31. You're talking about a group of guys that went out to 4 in the morning and showed up for 6 a.m. meetings. Kawhi, Kawhi's not. Kawhi's a robot. Does he know, just what goes happens home. And... How, does he just hit a switch and all of a I can play 35-plus minutes and play all seven games? Yeah, they're ramping him up. He's played over 30 in each of his last few starts. All right. Don't worry. My guys will be ready. I defer to you in the NBA. My guys will be ready. All right, we'll take our break. Uh, Don Davenport, that's not the sideline reporter we want. We want Tim Murray. Coming back, let's talk a little college football. Brad Powers is going to join us, get his thoughts on what's happening, and we'll start watching uh, Sean's Dukies who are on the road against Wake Forest. That's about to tip off. This is VSIN Primetime with Tim Murray and Sean King on VSIN, the sports betting network. 
College Bowl season underway. VEASAN's got you covered. We've got pick spreads, totals, every single bowl game. Head to VEASAN.com. Check out all our bowl betting coverage. And while you're there, it's a great time to become a VEASAN Pro subscriber. Only 79 bucks gets you access to everything we do from now through the big dance. Remember, it includes a $20 store credit to the VEASAN store. Check it out today. VEASAN.com slash subscribe. Sean King is here. The Slender Man is out there in Boise. So I'm filling in for him. Jonathan Von Tobel. Trying to think of different nicknames for Tim. Brad Powers, nice enough to give us some time today. Brad, thank you very much for that time. I always get to talk to Brad on local radio, so I never really get to see Brad's face. So it's a, it's a nice change of pace here. Uh, all right, Brad. Uh, first off. I don't off, know about that. But... <laughs> I get to put a face to the, 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 the voice, all right? It's a great voice, by the way. All right, we have a game coming up here in a little bit. Uh, right now, we'll get the updated number, Toledo and Liberty. Four, uh, three and a half starting to pop with a total of 51. Did you have anything here? Nothing big, but I do lean Toledo. I just I, I can't bet on Liberty with an interim coach, and uh, I didn't like how Liberty finished the season. I mean, we're talking about three of the worst performances to close the season of any team in the country. I mean, they lost three straight games outright as a double-digit favorite, including the finale against New Mexico State. I mean, Liberty's laying 24, lose the game outright by 35. I looked it up. 59 points you, you, you failed to cover the spread by. I wanted to see how that was, uh, you know, from a historical perspective. It's the worst performance by a college football team in any game in four years. It's in the top 10 worst performances for any college football team since 1990. So uh, something's wrong with that team. We found out, you know, Hugh Freeze, one foot out the door. I just, I'm not sure how mentally prepared they are. Give me Toledo. Well, so far, the Mac, I mean, has showed up and showed out, right? I mean, they're about to be 2-0 uh, from a cover standpoint with one outright win, both dogs. You liking Toledo in this favorite role? Take Liberty out of it for a second. Talk me through Jason Candle, the quarterback situation. Make me believe Toledo. Well, there's three things there. First off, I think you hit on a, a solid point. Guys like myself, at least you get early indicators. Maybe there's a conference that's overperforming or underperforming because we haven't had a lot of non-conference action since September. Typically, the MAC, the MAC is uh, a conference that doesn't necessarily perform well in bowl games, but so far, so good. Miami, Ohio almost won outright, and you got a really good performance right now as we're watching Eastern Michigan. So that would make me more confident in Toledo, a team that won the conference. Uh, Jason Candle, I am not very high on. And the big reason it's not a big bet on Toledo tonight is Jason Candle's, I don't think he's a very good coach, period. So uh, this is a guy that struggled in bowl games. He's been favored in almost every bowl game he's been in. Hasn't won one since uh, his very first game as a coach as an interim. So uh, I, I'm i not a big fan of him. Quarterback situation should be better. Keep in mind, Toledo's quarterbacks uh, were hurt down the stretch. So a couple weeks off, they, they should be in better uh, shape tonight. All right, let's go to South Alabama, Western Kentucky. Uh, I know that you have a play here. Right now, the numbers across the board, we'll call consensus four with a total of 57. Are those still playable, either side or total, as we get to the bowl game tomorrow? Yeah, I'm going to take South Alabama. I'll lay the four and a half here. Let's start with the conference. Sunbelt, 3-0, straight up and against the spread. Sunbelt is not the same conference it was 10, 15 years ago. I, from an average team power rating perspective, the Sunbelt is probably the most improved conference over the last decade, from where they were to where they are now. With that being said, let's talk South Alabama for this year's team. One of the more consistent teams in the entire country, 10-2, and two, two losses by a combined five points 
the UCLA on the road. UCLA had to kick a field goal in the last play of the game to beat South Alabama. They lost to a really good Troy team by four. So I, I don't question the consistency there. I, I know what team I'm, I'm pretty much getting. And then finally, look, West Kentucky's quarterback hits the transfer portal. Then he withdraws his name. How much is he mentally into it? I can tell you one thing. They got several starters out, both tackles, a couple of uh, their best defensive players, a uh, couple tight ends out for them. I, I'm not sure Western Kentucky's that mentally prepared for this one. Give me South Alabama. The uh, comeback is on, by the way. Yeah. San Jose State into the end zone. Little Isaiah neat Hamilton. little note on South Alabama. You remember Gus Bradley, the uh-huh. Jacksonville Jaguars head coach? His son, Carter Bradley, is the starting quarterback yeah. there for the Jaguars of South Alabama. All right, I like it. Let's go to, thir- uh, let's go to Thursday, Brad. Uh, Air Force and Baylor. We're looking at the Bears now down to as low as a three-and-a-half-point spread with a total of 43 across the board. Are you involved here? I like Baylor. Yeah. Uh, what worries me is the weather. The reason there's a lot of money on Air Force and the under, really bad weather. 25-plus mile-an-hour winds, cold temperatures, even though the game is played in Texas. So who's that going to impact more? Obviously, the team that passes more, that being Baylor. With that being said, I still trust Dave Aranda. They have a good defensive game plan for the option. And uh, I think Baylor, generally speaking, is underrated for a 6-6 six and six team. I, this, we changed a couple plays, including the TCU game. Uh, this team is sitting here at 8-4, and 9-3. And, and to piggyback that, I thought Air Force underachieved. I thought they were the hot team. Everyone was talking about them winning the Mountain West, you know, mm-hmm. maybe being the uh, non-Power 5 participant, you know, in the New Year's Bowl, and they never really lived up to that. So I, I'm with you. I, I think Air Force has been overrated uh, a little bit this season from the get-go. I agree with you. And, look, my biggest season win total bet, and I made 100 of them this uh, last summer, was Air Force over, cashed it. They were favored in all 12 games this year. And the fact that I had to, I was going into November having to sweat that out says they didn't live up to expectations. And I'm glad you brought that up because Air Force is an underdog for the first time this season. A lot of people are going to say, well, that, oh, that's good. You know, you want service academies in the underdog role. I think it's, you know, more of a culture shock for them. This will be by far the best team they play all season. Yep. Outside of UNLV, right? I mean, that's what we're talking <laughs> yeah, about, here, of course. Uh, <laughs> all right, let's go to, I think it's a Gasparilla Bowl, right? Wake Forest and Missouri. Uh, we've seen this now. Wake Forest uh, won. There's actually a pick out there at a less than sharp shop, uh, 58 and a half or 59 the total. Uh, I think Missouri, Brad, you can correct me if I'm wrong, down a couple of pass rushers, right? And But yet the, the line is moving in the direction of Missouri here. Yeah, they're down a couple of their, their top defensive linemen, and that was a Missouri defense that definitely overachieved this season. So that's a concern. But I, my biggest concern is more on the Wake Forest side. I mean, that, you want to talk about a team that limped down the stretch. They lost four of their last five games. That's bad. What's even worse is they were favored in all five of those games. So I, I don't know what it was. I think this is the last game for Sam Hartman. I think he's got one foot out the door. He'll hit the transfer portal after the game. And generally speaking, guys, this might sound square, but give me the SEC team getting a point against the team from a much lesser conference, the ACC. Uh, anything in Houston, UL Lafayette, because we've seen this now. It's uh, up to seven. Circa's actually over that seven at seven and a half. If you still want to get under a touchdown, six and a half out there on the board, and the total's dropped about three points. Moline, Louisiana here. Just it's a total fate of Dana Holgerson, one of the worst bowl coaches in the country. Last 20 years, only one coach that has a worse ATS record than Dana Holgerson. That was Rod Carey, who coached at Temple and Northern Illinois. Two and seven against the spread in bowl games. Anything as before we get to maybe Friday, because there's obviously a lot more in terms of the, these bowls left. Is there anything on the board that is still playable with a lot of value by your own measure? Well, I mean, I gave you one South Alabama yeah. would probably be my favorite one on the board right now tomorrow. Okay. I like it. All right. Let's go to San Diego state. Then 
uh, in this matchup right now. We're looking at the board. And we're seeing San Diego State up to a seven-point favorite. I think this opened three and a half. So big push for the Aztecs. Total up to 49 and a half. What's the read here? Yeah, I agree with the San Diego State money. They're used to playing on the islands. They make the trip every other year. Middle Tennessee, everyone remembers, oh, the big upset over Miami, but right. Miami turned out not to be very good. <laughs> and since that game, Middle Tennessee only covered two of their last eight games. So I thought, generally speaking, they were overpriced. So give me the Aztecs. All right, Utah State, Memphis. We moved to uh, Tuesday, December 27th, just because I have some interest in this game. I, can't, I, I think I'm kind of in. I, I like Mountain West teams, Sean, put it that way. Memphis down to a seven and a half point favor. We saw this open up nine and a half, I think, of a total of 61 and a half. What's behind the support for the Aggies? Well, it's just a bad opening number. In fact, it was as high as 10. Uh, one of the early numbers there, I think even some offshore really low limit place had as high as 13. I agree with that, but man, Utah State's really hurting at the running back position. They got a couple opt-outs there. And man, the more I dive into this one, I actually lean on the other side. I lean Memphis. All right. What about the uh, bigger names here? Oklahoma State and Wisconsin. Uh, this really hasn't moved a ton on the side, but the totals dropped down to 43. Badgers are laying three and a half. Yeah, I'm on the under here. I mean, are you kidding me? A couple backup quarterbacks, a lot of uncertainty. Treated like an NFL preseason game. Some Very similar to Louisville-Cincinnati that we just saw at Fenway, so under for me. I think we had a flip of favorites, too. Central Florida-Duke. Duke, uh, Blue Devils now three-point favorite with a total of 62-and-a-half. Yeah, I'm part of the Duke money here. Yep. I mean, I have upgraded Duke more than any team in my power ratings in a decade from the start of a season to an end of a season. Mike Elko is my coach of the year. I'm not sure UCF's that pumped to be there. Duke is. What about Kansas, Arkansas? The big blow. Barry Odom now out here in Las Vegas. No defensive coordinator. Is he worth the two points? This is up to five. I think he's worth at least something. Yeah. And, you know, other opt-outs for Arkansas. And look. Kansas is excited to be in a bowl game for the first time in 13 years. Give me the Jayhawks. Okay, I like it. And I we'll want to say going. something. This yeah. is the first time UNLV has been mentioned more than five times in one of your segments, so you do need to clip this one, Brad. <laughs> I hear it. <laughs> Got to do it. Got to do it. Uh, all right, we'll get you out of here on this. Uh, we were asked about this the other day. Bo Nix and uh, his status against North Carolina. You expect him here in this game because I think that is the case, right? This is up to 14. Yeah, oh yeah, he's playing. Yeah. He's returning next year. Yep. He'll be one of the Heisman favorites. Uh, Oregon wins in a blowout. I also lean over. Wow. Brad Power 7 up on I Twitter. Like Brad, good to talk to you, man. Thank you. All right. Thanks for having me, guys. Great stuff. You against my uh, mentions of a uh, no, good I old just, rebel. I huh? just was poking you a little bit. I'm pulling for you guys. I spent some time with uh, Eric Harper the other night, too. Great oh, person. Yeah? yeah, great person. All right. I like Harper. He has no idea who I am, even though I've talked to him like 20 times. But still, tell him I said what's up. <laughs> All right, we'll take our break uh, on the other side. Santa's just taking out of the end zone, but this thing's uh, pretty much cooked, although uh, some crazy things could happen. It's Beeson Primetime. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. 
Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think he could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah I, yeah because you gotta think Love he's it. gonna guard he don't care about guarding he's gonna guard he's gonna exactly. guard like you see him in the olympics <laughs> he's gonna guard and then on I'm top of it like that see that Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it? <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is VSIN Primetime with Tim Murray and Sean King on VSIN, the sports betting network. It's that time of year again, and there's no better way for sports fans to celebrate the season than with BetMGM's 12 Days of Giveaways. Opening your presents is easy. Just sign in to your BetMGM account and unwrap a new giveaway every day between December 14th and December 25th. You'll find everything a better needs to enjoy the holidays, including deposit matches, free bets, parlay boosts, tokens for all your favorite sports, and more. I don't see free money on here. That would make my day. Log into your BetMGM account or sign up today for 12 days giveaways from the king of sportsbooks. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. 21 years of age or older to wager, please. New and existing customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. And if you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Mississippi, New York, or, of course, Nevada. Sean King and uh, Jonathan Von Tobel. I'm filling in for Tim Murray here today. Tim will be back tomorrow. At least I hope so, because I won't be here. Nick Whalen, nice enough to give us some time. Nick, we appreciate the time. I was told, so I, I, this is how it was introduced to me. Hey, we have Nick Whalen on. He's a big Jags guy. I've <laughs> never heard that phrase before in my life, big Jags guy. Uh, so let's start with those Jacksonville Jaguars and also the history of becoming a big Jags guy. Uh, looks like their pick or catching a point on the road against New York in a short week. Yeah, it's interesting. I mean, depending on where you look, you, you might see the Jaguars as one point dogs. If you mosey over to FanDuel, they're a point and a half favorites right now on the road. And a lot of that comes down to really nothing that is going on with the Jaguars, but the quarterback situation for the New York Jets. And look, as a Jags fan, I am rejoicing that Mike White is not going to be at quarterback for the New York Jets, because I think this is a tricky matchup for the Jaguars. You, you got to go you know, up to the Northeast in mid to late December, uh, the Jags are 0 and 10 straight up in their last 10 games with a kickoff temperature below 50 degrees. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, a lot of those games came pre-Trevor Lawrence. You know, during the Urban Meyer era, there there are all kinds of caveats. But 
Um, you know, as a Jaguars fan, I, I'm weathered. I have multiple decades worth of letdowns. Um, so, you know, in these type of spots, just when it seems like the Jaguars are about to turn the corner, there's always some sort of letdown lurking around the corner. And look, I thought last week against Dallas was going to be that game. And the way that the game started, I thought we were headed toward a, a you know resounding Dallas Cowboys victory. But two weeks in a row now, we've seen the Jags fall behind early rally back behind their offense and behind their passing game. You know, they would, they were able to run the ball a decent amount on Dallas, but it's been Trevor Lawrence. It's been Zay Jones. It's been Christian Kirk, even Evan Ingram getting into the mix that the Jacksonville passing game is what has you know, really revamped their entire season. It's interesting. Uh, first of all, I'll say congratulations. Uh, anytime you take a quarterback number one in the draft, you pray that in the first two years, you get the feeling about him that you have right now with Trevor Lawrence, who really looks the part this game is kind of an emotional attachment for you because you are a Jags fan. My question is more big picture as it pertains to professional football. Mm-hmm. How much do you factor in letdown spots, emotionally getting back up after a mm-hmm. big win, in this case, two big wins, one over Tennessee, which kind of puts them in the hunt for the division title. How much do you factor that in normally? Probably more than I should, to be honest, Sean. Uh, you know, I it it, it can kind of go both ways, right? Where you know, coming off of that that come from behind win against Tennessee, you're thinking, okay, this is an obvious letdown spot, and there the Jags go, putting up 40 points and winning that game in overtime. If you you know rewind a month, they they had a similar big win at home against the Baltimore Ravens, came back from a, another big deficit to win that game, and then had a a, a pretty big time letdown uh, against the Detroit Lions. So we we've seen it play out both ways. You know, I mean, to use another example, I thought. Kansas City was going to blow the doors off of the Houston Texans last week. It felt to me like Kansas City had their letdown game two weeks ago. Of course, they were still able to beat the Broncos, but completely squandered a 27-0 lead. On the other side, you know, Houston just about climbs the mountaintop and almost beats the Dallas Cowboys. You think there's no way they could do it again. And then they take the Chiefs to overtime two weeks in a row. So, you know, the answer is you're always kind of chasing that. You know, it feels like some weeks it's going to apply, other weeks it's not. I'm trying to get better at, I think, separating that from from the raw numbers. We betting the Jags win this division or what? <laughs> it's that plus money. How yeah. can we not, right? I mean, all they have to do is keep pace the rest of the way. Uh, you know, they, they don't necessarily have to beat the Jets. Uh, we'll see what happens with Tennessee this week. They are, of course, uh, home for the Texans, but could be Malik Willis under center in that game. And then Tennessee has to play Dallas next oh. week while the Jaguars get Houston. So I at least feel pretty good about this getting to a do or die, winner take all week 18 game between the Jags and the Titans. And look, with as banged up as Tennessee is, that game is going to be at Jacksonville. That would be, I mean, the biggest Jaguars game in a while, save for their their AFC title run uh, in 2017. I I like the Jags' chances. Look, if if I'm making a bet on either Tennessee or the Jags right now, I'm rolling with the Jags. They're they're the more fun team. They're the team with the momentum, and they're the team that's going to give you the better value. Colts still alive, Sean. Just saying. They're not, and they're not America's (laughs) team. The Colts stink. Uh, It, I'm a big Colts guy, by the if way. If you would have okay. told me okay. after I watched the Titans dominate the Packers in Lambeau, they would lose four straight and look terrible in all mm-hmm. four, I wouldn't have believed it. Speaking of those Packers, far from impressive last night, but they did get the win and they got the cover. They play a Dolphins team, and the Dolphins quarterback has looked really bad the last two weeks. Yet this number sits at, I think, four and a half in most places, total at 49 and a half. You lean in one way or the other in this game, Nick. 
I tell you what, despite being a Jaguars fan, I, I'm actually here in Wisconsin. I, I was born and raised in Green Bay. We could get into that uh, another time. So I, I have a lot of people texting me throughout the week saying, you know, what are the Packers chances? You know, what does it mean that Seattle keeps losing? So I can tell you, I've spent a fair amount of time, you know, on the, the playoff simulator. And I, I think Green Bay is very much alive here. I, I think this Dolphins game looks a lot more winnable now than it did even a month ago. You know, the Dolphins had their, their kind of let down stretch. I actually think they played better than I expected on Saturday against Buffalo. So I'm actually a little less confident that Green Bay can win this game now than I would have been if we had talked this time last week. My primary concern is the Packers secondary holding up against the Miami Dolphins passing game. You know, this is this is not a good Green Bay defense. It's a defense with a lot of names. It's a defense that, that has had a lot of injuries this season, but it's a, a really leaky secondary that allows a ton of uncontested catches. So I, I'm very worried about, you know, the Packers linebackers, the Packers safety sticking with Jalen Waddle, sticking with Tyree kill. If this game is played in the thirties or, you know, God forbid, if the dolphins get to 40, I, I don't think green Bay could keep up. I, I really don't. I, I think the offenses look better, but they, they need the defense to step up in a way that it just hasn't this season. So as of right now, I'm on dolphins minus four at home. All right, let's go to Eagles Cowboys. How are you handling this whole Jalen hurts situation? I, I'm of the mindset, Nick, that I kind of actually want to buy low here on Philadelphia. <laughs> Uh, but what do you make of this? Is it's actually down to some spots four and a half now? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm seeing four and a half as well. I I'm kind of with you on this, right? It, it feels like you know going from Jalen Hurts to Gardner Minshew that it's it's definitely a downgrade, that's for sure. Uh, but I, I also think there there could be some sort of galvanizing effect here if you're the Eagles, right? Where all of a sudden you take Jalen Hurts away and it just feels like everybody's just tossing this game over to Dallas and and they'll walk their way to a victory. I mean, this is a Cowboys team that you know looked very shaky last week, of course, against Jacksonville almost lost to the Houston Texans the week before uh, they have injuries all over that defense. I, I think this is a game where Dallas is rightfully favored by, by what they are, but I, I kind of like the Eagles to cover. I could absolutely see, see this being yet another game where Dallas thinks they have it sewn up early on and lets its guard down. And all of a sudden, you know, this could be like a 27, 24 type of result. I, I think the Eagles are, are still going to press the gas here with Gardner Minshew. Like they, they need to win one of these last three games to sew up the one seed. So I don't see them just throwing this game away because Hertz isn't available. Here's what's interesting. Yeah. I might take anybody in the National Football League if you give me four and a half points versus the Cowboys right now. I just don't think the Cowboys are very good. It's a conversation. Yeah. Yeah. I would, uh, I would not disagree with that. By the way, that faint sound you hear might be the heartbeat of the uh, San Jose State Spartans who – Maybe. Might have a little bit of life. Maybe. Just maybe. Uh, all right, Nick, I'm told that uh, we barely get to the NBA with you, but I'm an NBA guy, so I'm going to force the conversation right. in this direction. Uh, give me something on the card tonight. It's pretty short, but there's some interesting situations. Warriors, Knicks, Knicks on this big winning yep. streak. Jazz on a big road slump. What do you make of uh, what we're seeing on the card today? Yeah, you know, I've kind of been poking around, and like you said, nothing really jumps out to me as, as a must play by any means. I, I kind of been, you know, looking at that total in Memphis, Denver, and it's up to 236 now, which is a little bit high for me. Uh, but Denver has been, you know, one of the worst defensive teams in the league this season. They're 29th in defense this month. Both these teams are top five in offense. They're both top 10 in pace. Memphis is actually third in pace in the month of December. So I, I think I'll stay away from that total. I might be looking at the Grizzlies team total, which has been hanging around 117. I think this is a good spot for them. Um, and I do have a couple of props and, you know, I know everybody wants to talk about Jalen Duran assist props, but it's over at 0.5 at the DK Sportsbook. And look, if you're not a big NBA guy, if you're not playing fantasy, uh, you're not on, you know, DFS every night, you might not realize Jalen Duran, you know, has gone over this number in four straight games. He's playing about 30 minutes per game now for the Pistons. They've kind of turned their roster over 
to a little bit more of a youth-oriented approach. He started five games in a row. He's going to keep starting. Uh, so Jalen Duran over 0.5 assists. That's kind of my sneaky prop tonight. And then Bojan Bogdanovic over two and a half made threes. You can get that at plus money right now over at DK. Uh, he's their best offensive player at this point for the Pistons. So uh, not something that you necessarily like to hear <laughs> if you're the yeah. Detroit Pistons, but uh, that, that is the case over in Detroit with Kate Cunningham out. Nick, good to talk to you. Thank you very much. Awesome spot. Great stuff, Nick. Hey, thanks, guys. Got it. Nick Whalen again. All right, we'll uh, keep track of everything. But it seems like San Jose State has uh, given up all hope about winning this game. Four o'clock hour. We got some stuff tipping off at 4 p.m. Pucks dropping and whatnot. Get you updated on some closing numbers and more. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air, and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago street course. We have the side-by-side action and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network work.